Yesterday I was struggling with an Easter hangover. Okay? And what I mean by that is, y'all guys know I got multiple jobs and one of them is a pastor. And so Easter is a pretty big deal for church, right? We got Good Friday, we got Easter services, we got people coming in, and, and we got all kinds of stuff going on, right? And so yesterday was a bit of a, was a, bit of a, of a just kind of exhaustion day for me. But God woke me up at 2 o'clock this morning. I'll tell y'all no lies. He woke me up at 2 o'clock this morning and he said, you know what? Most of the people that you love the most did not get to celebrate me this weekend. And so he says, I'm calling upon you to bring church to them. And so, yeah, yeah, true story. So I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about what that might look like. And God made it abundantly clear. So I'm going to tell you what we're going to do today. But I want to preface it with this. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to, celebrate, we're going to celebrate communion today. All right? Now, in the 13 years that we've been running Straight Street, we've never done anything like this. But I say I want to preface it. Because I understand that there's, there's a lot of you out here, some of you, I mean, I don't know what the number is. I guess we're going to find out tonight. There are some of you who don't subscribe to Christianity. And that's okay. Well, it's not okay. But that ain't my call. Okay? And so if you do not wish to participate in what we are about to do, I don't want there to be any malice behind it. I don't want there to be any, any judgment or hostility towards it. Just don't participate. But for those of you who do call yourselves believers in Jesus Christ, and you do believe that he is the light, and he is the way, and he is the truth, then I want to offer this for you. Volunteers, I want to offer this for you. Hearts for the homeless, I want to offer this to you. All my med students over there that probably can't hear me because they're busy over there, I want to offer it to them. And so we are going to celebrate Holy Communion together if you wish. If you don't, then don't. Sounds good? All right, so now let me start with what this is about, in case you don't know. Last Thursday was what they call Maundy Thursday. And Maundy Thursday is when Jesus organized what is known as the Last Supper. So he set it up, a final time for him to gather with his brothers in arms, his apostles, the men who followed him for three and a half years, to break bread with them in honor of celebrating Passover, okay? Which is a Jewish holiday. Very, very important holiday because it symbolizes that Israel's being freed from Egypt and leaving Egypt, okay? And so the premise behind Passover is that God told all the Israelites to put blood of a sacrificed lamb over their doorposts and then to not leave their houses overnight because the angel of the Lord would come by and kill every firstborn child in that country. Now, that means Israelites were absolved from that. If you did not place that blood over your doorpost, your child, your son, whoever, they're going to die. Okay? And so this was celebrated because it was this final act of God's power that allowed Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. Okay? And so this is what Jesus is celebrating with his boys. However, 
Something very important to remember is that if it was indeed the Last Supper, then only Jewish people would still be celebrating Passover. However, in Luke chapter 22, Jesus says this is the new covenant. And what would happen is after this particular meal, when the apostles would gather together, pray and to worship, they would participate in communion because this is the new covenant. This is Jesus explaining to them, which they did not understand while it was happening, but they quickly understood after it was over that what Jesus was symbolizing was that he was becoming that Passover lamb and that he was going to be that sacrifice for them, for you, and for me. And that's what makes this the new covenant. Y'all feeling me? Everybody tracking? Now, as this is being ordained to me and God is speaking to me, he also told me, and I had to write it down, so I got up and I wrote it down. When I was growing up in Catholic school, the sacrament of communion was a pretty big deal. And you weren't supposed to come to God and receive his body and receive his blood if you weren't in right standing. And as I grew, I started to understand that that was religion. That was not faith. And so before we start to pass out the elements and see, we can start passing those out right now. And if anybody, like I said, is interested, just hold your hand up when you see the volunteers coming by and they will pass those out to you. I want to tell you this. Communion is not just for those that find themselves in right standing with Jesus. It's for those who desire right standing in a relationship with Jesus. And so it's okay to be broken in spirit while simultaneously being encouraged. It's okay to know that you are called to cling to hope in the midst of your hopelessness. It's okay to come to Jesus completely defeated while understanding that a relationship with him is what's going to bring you the ultimate victory in this world and in the next. And so communion works in many different layers because this is exactly what the implication is for you and for me. And so hold your hand up because we got Ms. Karen coming over. We got another person on the other side coming up. And we're going to pass these out. Guys, you know, Easter, like, like any other Christian holiday, has become so commercialized, so publicized, but also so ostracized. And because of those three things, it tends to lose its, its power. It tends to lose its luster. It, get, it tends to lose its significance. But when we talk about communion, I want you to understand what, what the word communion means. Communion means alliance. Communion means agreement. Communion means coming together. And so the initial act of communion is to affirm and maintain the relationship that goes this way. And that's between us and God. 
the fact that we get to celebrate it together allows for communion to go this way. Because we get to share in this as brothers and sisters in Christ. Because if you are a believer, even just a slight believer, then your purpose is to be a part of God's kingdom on the earth. And so we all have a responsibility to grow that kingdom. And as we grow that kingdom, we spread Jesus' love. And as we grow that kingdom, we grow closer to faith ourselves. And so again, I encourage you that if you are a believer and you're struggling with the idea of the necessity of this, I want you to make it a personal quiet commitment. Reconcile yourself by yourself with Jesus. I'm going to read the passage and then we're going to partake in the element and then I'm going to pray. And again, I ask respectfully, if you do not wish to participate, that you kindly keep it to yourself. So we'll refer to the book of Luke. Chapter 22. It starts off in verse 14. It says, And when the hour came, he, meaning Jesus, reclined at the table, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he took a cup, when he had given thanks, he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. I need a mic holder. Someone hold the microphone. He said, for I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom comes. And so now I ask you guys to open up the side where the bread is. How cute is that? Verse 19 it says, and he took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and he gave it to them saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And they ate. And likewise, the cup 
after they had eaten, saying, this cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. And they drank of it. Now I'm going to ask you guys to bow your heads. And let's pray together. nothing but your very best for us. We were not fit to find a way. And so you offered your son. And with every spit in the face, with every blow to his body, with every lash from a whip that tore the skin from his back, we were healed. With each nail that dug into his body, breaking bone, piercing wood, our sins were forgiven. And as he breathed his last breath and uttered the words, it is finished. Jesus laid to rest over 4,000 years you strategically placed to redeem each and every one of us and would call ourselves sons and daughters of God. And so we thank you because we can offer nothing else but thanks. God, I pray today for, for desire. I pray for desire to know you better. honor that sacrifice with our lives through word, through action, through love, through service. We draw closer to you through your word, 
prayer, through acknowledgement, to walk this world in a way that those who don't know you would be drawn towards you. Now the world doesn't make it easy, God. As the wills of the devil, the temptations of this world, and the sins we find ourselves wrapped up in make it also difficult. But this act, this, this simple act of communion allows us to reflect on a sacrifice so great it's unmatched. On a love so pure and so unfathomable that it should spark us to action. And so I don't know what each and every one of us need to do. I know you're calling us to do something. And so my prayer is that for all of us that we might reach into ourselves. Take this time to reflect, to refresh, to arise brand new with the fire of the Holy Spirit burning in our hearts, driving us towards a change. Some of us, many changes. Some of us, just a few. But each of us, a change. Even if it's just a change of perspective. To see you better. To understand the gravity of that sacrifice. And the appreciation that is warranted by this act that secures forgiveness. That secures grace. That secures an eternity in heaven with you. Because without it, we are certainly doomed. Without it, all we have is what is this world. But with it, we have an eternity in heaven with you. And so we thank you so much. We love you. And we pray this in the precious name of Jesus. And my brothers and sisters all join me in saying... Amen. amen and amen. Thank y'all so much. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.